0: Guys, I can't believe it. We're already at episode three. I love telling these stories. I, I get done with them and I feel so giddy. Just so giddy and so happy. Um, so today is a great story about how you don't even have to speak the same language to comfort somebody and you don't have to understand the language to feel comforted. There are so many people in the world who, if you're in trouble... They're gonna sense it, or in my case, in this case, they're gonna really see it, and they're gonna know that you need some comfort. <laughs> so, today is a story of one of my favorite countries in the world. Every time I go to this country, I, I just am in awe of the people, the fashion, the food. Oh my gosh, the food, and the buildings. Some of my friends were like, why didn't you start your part- podcast on travel? And I'm like, yeah, I could, but I'd rather talk about people. So this is the episode lovingly entitled Korean Grandma. Korean grandma this whole story takes place in Busan South Korea actually I shouldn't say the whole story because we do need to back up about a month beforehand I was working on ship as a professional singer this is one of those stories and there was a virus that went through the guests that caused laryngitis not too bad except for the fact that I got it and the doctor kept telling me I wasn't sick on board. Mind you, I could not make a single sound. Not one single sound. If somebody had wanted to murder me, then was the time to do it, because I couldn't scream. It was like, if any of you have watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it was like the Hush episode. It was exactly like that, minus the creepy creepy gentleman that come to visit. Thank goodness, because I would not be here to tell the story. I would have died of fright. <laughs> Let's be real. But so... I'm sick, I can't make a sound, and on top of that, we're docked in China. Nothing wrong with China, if you can get off the ship. I could not, because visitor at that time, a visitor visa for China, long story short, you had to apply three months in advance and they needed your passport overnight, and when you're working on a ship, they kind of keep your passport so you can't really give it away overnight. And also, we're not in a place overnight to give it three months in advance. So I couldn't get off the ship. I'm still a little bitter about that. I still have yet to see The Great Wall or The Terracotta Warriors. And I've been to Beijing technically twice. (laughs) Oh, let alone Shanghai Disney, which that's just a bitter, bitter, bitter feeling for me. Um, For those of you who don't know, I'm a massive Disney fan. If you couldn't tell by the introduction to this podcast. Um, So, I keep saying um today. I don't know what this is. I guess I'm just thinking so much. So... I finally convinced the doctor to send me to the hospital in Busan, South Korea, which is the place in South Korea, it is the first stop after China. Well, I get there, and I immediately get taken to the hospital, and first off, everybody in Korea looks like a model. I'm telling you, every single person in Korea could be a freaking model. Our taxi driver was this gorgeous woman who stepped out of a catalog. It's crazy. Well, anyway, so we get to the hospital and the first person that I talk to is the pharmacist, which actually is really smart when you think about it. And then the next person is the ear, nose, and throat doctor, or the ENT. I don't know how many of you have been to an ENT or have been what we call scoped. But basically, they shove a camera down your throat to look at your vocal cords. In the States, when I've had it done, it's on a wire? No, 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 no. In Busan, South Korea, you get to learn to sword swallow. Never thought I would say that in my life. But there is this big, long, (laughs) sword-like instrument that they shove down your throat. I, I thought it was gonna come out the back of my head. It was crazy. But anyways, so the doctor looks at my cords, and he speaks English, luckily, and it turns out it was just a virus, and had I been given, like, a decongestant, it would have been fine. But again, the other doctor kept claiming I wasn't sick, when I was. Now this doctor showed me my cords and reassured me that everything was healthy and everything was in peak condition. Now let's just take a moment and go back over the fact that I had lost my voice for a month as a professional singer. The means for which I get paid was gone. And for a month, I was wondering if it would come back. As a singer, my first thought was nodules. Oh my gosh, I have nodes. I've ruined my voice. And I'm very careful with my voice, so that's, that's, that's a very scary idea to me. Uh, As it is to most people, you know. So I'm sitting there going, I'm never going to work again. Oh my gosh. For a month. So I'm in shock when the doctor tells me that I'm okay. And that I'll be better in two weeks. Two weeks. With medication. And he says, I'm going to send you back out to the pharmacist. To get you the medication. So I go back out. And I'm sitting in the lobby. I don't know anybody around me. I'm just sitting in the lobby and this little, tiny, teeny, tiny Korean grandmother sits down next to me. I don't know if she was a grandma. She just looks like a grandma, so I'm gonna call her a grandma. She sits down. Like, I know it's not Korean, but think all the old women in Studio Ghibli films. Like, the nice ones, not like Baba Yaga or anything like that, but like the kind ones. And I just, all of a sudden, erupted into his sobs. I know two of my stories already have me crying. I promise you, I actually don't cry that much, especially in public. Unless it's like a Disney movie. Coco. Anyways. So I'm sobbing. And this little Korean grandmother starts patting me on the back. And just going, Aso, Aso so I don't know what that means I know now I looked it up but at the time I didn't know what that means and I just cried and she pulled me sorry everyone I had to pause my recording because I started laughing so hard I started coughing Anyways, so back to the story. So the little Korean grandmother is sitting next to me as I sob going, Ah so, so. And she pulls me to her shoulder. To, to her bosom. And proceeds to hug me while I just grip her like she's my own mother. And cry. And cry. I'm pretty sure she had like a whole watermark on her shirt. I was crying so much and she's patting me on the back just repeating that phrase which I learned later on means okay it's okay it's okay and I sat up wiped my eyes and looked at her and said one of the only Korean phrases I know which is thank you which is 감사합니다 I probably butchered that, so if you speak Korean and you're listening to this, I do apologize. Um, And I never learned her name. It's like a theme with some of these stories. And I thanked her, and they gave me my medicine. And as I stood up to leave, I looked back at her, and she waved me away, going, "'Asso, asso.' It was so crazy, she was so kind, and she was just smiling at me and waving goodbye, and I got in my cab, and I ended up meeting up with a friend of mine who had just gotten to the ship that day, and it was such a wonderful experience. Some woman I didn't know in Busan, South Korea saw me crying and decided to be the mother that I needed at that point it again it just blows my mind how kind people are and how much people are willing to help when stuff is wrong when something's wrong so that is the episode of Korean grandma (laughs) I know that sounds so weird but she certainly felt like my Korean grandma for the day That is the end of episode three. Oh my gosh. Don't worry. I've got plenty more stories to come. Because at the end of the day, there's good people. And these are their stories.